This is a Dece World production in association with Pants Pending Studios. Malam Keen, everyone. This is Dece, host of The Social Hour. Oh, that? That's just me playing the piano. I'm pretty good, aren't I? You know what else I'm good at? Making people laugh and talking to people, but more importantly, making you think sometimes. So tune into The Social Hour every Tuesday and Thursday at DeeceComedy.com and hear me talk to people like Libertarian presidential candidate Joe Jorgensen, comedian Steve Hofstetter, creator of The Savage Dragon and co-founder of Image Comics, Eric Larson, and the guy who owns the weed shop on the corner by my house. <laughs> We've got range, just like my abilities on this piano. Listen to me mix it up here. We'll just let that play. I'll see you this week on The Social Hour. Malam Keen, everyone, welcome to the show. This is Some Imperfections. I am Deez. I'm Abby. And I'm Sierra. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I know we were on a break for a little bit, but, uh, you know, life came back. Uh, the, the virus is gone. It's over. It's done. <laughs> we beat it. Fucking praise America. Thank, thank God and country. <laughs> we can go back to normal, right? We can go back to normal. Uh, no, we just... Um, you know, as things opened up, uh, things got a little busier, and we just had to take a small hiatus, but we are back, um, so you're going to be hearing from us more regularly again. Yes. We appreciate everyone uh, listening to past episodes, as well as sending in submissions for future episodes. Uh, you can do that, as always, at some.imperfections on Instagram. Go to Facebook or message any of us personally, um, and also there's a link f- uh, for our, is it Airtable? What do we? Yeah, what's there's a form, a, yeah, an anonymous it's form anon- you can fill out on mm-hmm. Instagram. Click the link in our bio. There you go. So, yeah, but we're here now, and uh, we're gonna give you a new episode. Um, we've been doing good. I think everyone's doing good, right? I should really speak good. for everyone. I, I guess. Feel like super good. So good. Mm-hmm. So many changes. Lots of changes. Mm-hmm. Even since the last one. I don't even remember when the last one. Like when we recorded the last one. A month ago longer maybe yeah it's just i feel like a lot mm-hmm. in our lives has evolved mm-hmm. for yeah. sure yeah but i'm I'll i'm jewish now <laughs> that's happened uh so easter was uh mm-hmm. an abomination to me so if you guys celebrated i don't appreciate that <laughs> um <laughs> way to start it off <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it's been good. I feel like it's been good. Everything, you know, uh, things were going good, I feel like, for everyone. And now opening back up, it's made some changes have been made and that people are getting more uh, just uh, back to kind of back to normal. At yeah. least getting to do and uh, grow mm-hmm. uh, the opportunities they cultivated during this uh, whatever yeah. the last year was. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Yeah. What's new for you? What's new for me? Uh, well, besides, uh, being Jewish now, um, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I, um, I don't, what is new? I don't know. I'm just back. Comedy's back. Uh, it's lots of busy bookings, live comedy's back. That's been great. I've been yep. booking a How ton of shows. How many shows have you had? Um, I don't, I don't know. How many shows have I had? I feel had? like a lot. It's been a couple. I mean, I'm going, I got a show tonight. Uh, then I got shows all weekend. Um, I mean, every weekend is booked for the next couple months, basically, plus a bunch of other uh, random days. I just booked another show this morning for later, for in the fall. And, you know, uh, mm. it's, it's nice. You know, you start... Uh, it's good to have work, you know, this month, but it feels really good to book shows months out mm-hmm. uh, because then you throw that track out in front of you and by the, you know, you start fill, putting those dots, filling those calendar spots. And by the end of it, you know, by the time you get there, it's completely full, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, that's been good. Blue and Spot Comics was born. 
Blue Blue Spot Comics was born. Yes. Uh, feel free to follow them on Instagram at Blue Spot Comics. Uh, that is a great source for online uh, comic books, new, old, rare variants, yeah, vintage Star Wars awesome. collectibles, gaming equipment, and more. Uh, that's been kind of blowing up. They're sponsoring our show. The Dollar Bin Podcast also. Woo-woo. New episodes every <laughs> Friday of that. So where I talk about uh, crappy comic books. Are in, uh, Are you going to, what, do you want to zap your dog? No. <laughs> no. We could just hear him barking in the background. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. As long <laughs> as you guys can't hear him. <laughs> it's probably UPS, man. Yeah. Which is a good, good thing. I <laughs> am a fan of receiving <laughs> happy mail. Mm-hmm. Well, um, now you just get extra awareness that it's here. Yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> Mom, your fourth order <laughs> from Etsy this week is here. <laughs> well, I think the last time I was here, the UPS man came, what, the second day in a row? And there was like a stack. Yeah. <laughs> Between the two of us, we really get a lot of stuff going. Out here. Well, I, I feel like I'm single-handedly keeping the USPS afloat. Well, I think <laughs> COVID <laughs> has brought them like major job security. Yeah, so. probably. <clears throat> not that they didn't have it before but yeah i, I mean i it seems like basically every day i'm taking a stack of stuff to the post office too mm-hmm. U, ups brings it in i send it back out mm-hmm. it's a process <laughs> that's awesome though yeah so <laughs> what's going on with you girl i think i mentioned the last time i moved did i i don't know how long it's been but we're, we're moved now mm-hmm. we're not for in the rv park Woo! We are up in the woods, and I yeah. love it. And I wake up with deer right oh. next to the campy, and I love it. I it's bet. so quiet and so different from where you were. So different. Instead of hearing, I don't know, crazy <laughs> races down Highway Two <laughs> outside, it's just birds that won't shut up, and I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still waiting to see that cougar again. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up there in Cougar Country. I mean, I do hope to see it again, but oh my god, from a from a safe yeah. distance. from a safe distance <laughs> and not at night. That would be right. preferred. But yeah, yeah, it's good. Tave is back to work. Uh huh. And this that week. whole that yeah, yesterday mm-hmm. was his first day since last July. Man, yeah. So it's been a minute, mm-hmm. and even though we had you know summer of fun twenty twenty one in our mind, that's all right. We'll just deal with it. Yeah. We'll still have fun. Yeah. But yeah, that's about that. Mm-hmm. Just enjoying the move and the quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. How about you? I finally quit my part-time job. We just need to celebrate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Let's um, pop the bubbly now. <laughs> it still feels a little unreal, but I'm like loving it. Because mm-hmm. how it. long were you with? I mean, I took a year off, but... I started in like 2016, mm-hmm. which long enough, long enough. Yeah. So grateful for the opportunity, but it's been time to move on. So I'm teaching yoga and full time I am. So, mm-hmm. which you were so meant to do yoga all the time anyways. Yeah. So if you're local, go to the union, Aww. find your girl. Yeah. Cause she uh-huh. is the best instructor. You are too nice. Thank you. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, if you do want to get your flow on, I'm teaching. So, mm-hmm. what's your schedule? I can't remember still. I teach Sunday mornings and nights, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Right now, nice, nice. Yeah, um, that's like been the big, the big change. Mm-hmm. Um, but such an easy change too. Gosh, so easy. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, it aligns I have my well. mornings back. Mm-hmm. I meditated this morning, like really, actually meditated. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which felt so nice. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So nice. And people are probably like, what? I thought you meditate all the time. It can still feel forced, guys. Yeah, (laughs) Sometimes you're like, okay, let's make this happen. Yeah. And And I feel like I've been in that season for so long. So Mm -hmm. this morning it just felt nice to like want to do it, Mm -hmm. really connect with it and like experience. Mm -hmm. How ironic because I like had my first alone Mm -hmm. meditation because Tavis and I have been meditating and journaling every Mm -hmm. morning. Gent- usually but yeah my first alone quiet this morning and it oh. was amazing yeah. it was beautiful because he's at work so you got to do it solo huh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it's nice sometimes it's easier than others though that's yeah. for sure yeah. yeah especially like with all the new changes sometimes 
busyness or like lack of busyness. So you're like, ah, what do I do? I oh, feel like yeah. I have to do stuff. Uh, but taking that time has been so nice. Mm-hmm. The transition of productivity uh-huh. has definitely changed in my mind. Oh my gosh, dude. We full transparency. Sierra and I Ugh. were just starting this new schedule, but it feels <clears> so good to like dedicate two totally. days of the week, yes. two days. That's it. Yep. To work for like four hours, maybe yeah. five hours. Yep on our business mm-hmm. and the return we're seeing is amazing. So just know that it can be done. It can, can be. Rest, and that you can still be productive in that. And when you think about how many hours we were working before, Fucked. I mean, burnt out guys, I'm yeah. sure there's so many people that can resonate with that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Real. So nice. Big, good life changes. Feeling fucking good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Celebrate. All yeah. Right. So we're not popping any bubbly. What are we drinking? Uh, Smooth transition. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> what well, kind of bubbly? You are drinking bubbly. Yeah, I'm drinking my aha mm-hmm. uh, peach honey <laughs> soda water, which is a good one. It is a good one. Tavis I, likes that one. Yeah, you know, we had a uh, the our local Safeway has a deficit of their uh, Sole mm-hmm. brand soda water. They have for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this has been going on for like yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like this ongoing <laughs> problem. They, I think I'm just drinking too much of it. Uh, but the, uh, so they, they, I think they got desperate and they realized how little they have to offer. So they had a big sale on the like name brand stuff, like mm-hmm. the Bubbly and the AHA, mm-hmm. where they were like, five for 10 bucks or something which what? Is, yeah and i bought you know five of them because they're mm-hmm. usually like 450 each uh-huh. mm-hmm. so i'm like that's a hell of a deal so i bought it and they've got you know some neat flavors mm-hmm. uh not that to, to uh not to disparage soleil <laughs> the great name of signature select <laughs> it is the select <laughs> brand um but uh yeah that it's good i like this peach peach honey they got like a watermelon thingy i like mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. didn't what did i try last time i was here lime raspberry lime raspberry that lime that's soleil. the soleil yeah, but that's like yeah well no i had a different one then mm. was it the blackberry maybe maybe because uh, it was an aha we had a peach I thought it was a ginger white peach ginger bubbly that i gave you remember i don't know yeah Never. there's so many <laughs> yeah soda waters coming in and out yeah. of this house yeah. <laughs> I, I love it though <laughs> whatever i had last time was really good so yeah that's what i'm sipping on until they get that soleil back yeah. I, I just i just whatever's cheapest and, mm-hmm. you know but really that honey like tastes like it it is good without it being too sweet i do i mean because yeah. it's not yeah but yeah I love the peach honey only because every <sighs> night at dinner, Beats comes to the table and he says, do you want some peach honey? <laughs> and I think it's so cute. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> what I, you drinking? I am drinking Approach, Woo! our sponsor. And this one, I'm drinking watermelon. And I didn't even open it purposely for this. Ooh, Ow! I think that's pretty perfect. Yeah, it was. But this is one of my favorite ones. Watermelon's my favorite. The watermelon. Really? Yeah. It's so good. Y'all, they came out with a new flavor, cherry lime. Mm. Bomb. I don't know what it reminds me of. A Mm -hmm. popsicle, maybe? Oh, actually, now that you say that. Tastes like summertime. It does. Yeah. And when it's, I bet, better, a little bit more chilled, because honestly, I like these at room temp. Really? Yeah, I don't like them super, super cold. Mm. Because this is like just a little bit colder than room temp and it's mm-hmm. like perfect that's what i love just a little yeah too cold anything i'm not a big fan of my water even mm-hmm. um yeah me too yeah shout out approach we love you we do love you and if you haven't tried it you have to yeah mm-hmm. definitely great no thc but mm-hmm. a big dose of cbd it'll make you feel good help you get some CBZs. and it's broadband yeah. so 30 milligrams of broadband and it like Halfway through, you can feel the calm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I feel like the first <clears throat> sip, I'm like, For real. it's in my veins. Tavis <laughs> can feel it so good. Uh-huh. He lives by them. Yeah. We usually share good. one mm-hmm. right when we go to bed, and it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, they're the best. What um, about you? I'm back on that electrolyte game. Mm-hmm. New flavor. Uh, young a- Living Jade Lemon Berry That drops. Jade Lemon is bomb. <gasps> bomb. So good. 
I want to make a ice like a popsicle yeah. out of it really bad because it's literally summer in a drink. You and have to try that. I <clears throat> will admit I have not been drinking enough water lately, and me I neither know it. So this has been helping me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Good. I drink those soda waters. Get that hydration. It's just tough for me to drink a lot of carbonation. Mm -hmm. I'm coming around. Like, mm -hmm. I'll drink three quarters of a soda water <laughs> now, which before I was like, no, I never really like want them. We need to find them yeah. if they make them in, like, those mini cans. Yeah. Mm, they do. Well, not soda water, but I have seen the mini. Have you seen the, I think it's Zevia, um, oh. the ginger beer? Mm. Uh, um, they yeah. make those in mini cans. Um Really, the only thing I'm drinking the full can of is approach because I'm like, I don't want to waste a drop in no. the CBD. <laughs> and for some reason, it just it settles so differently. Yeah, to me, it's tough for me to finish a full, full one. Mm -hmm. I think it's just too many bubbles in my belly. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. like the bubbles. I know mm -hmm. you do. I drink a lot of soda water. I mm -hmm. a lot. I feel like I go through like six or more a day. I feel like in a week we fill up our giant recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a big one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It makes sure I get enough hydration. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Yes. So I drink plenty of water that way. Yeah, that's good. That is Because otherwise I forget. I'm not as good at it. These, it's like, you Yummy. know. And that's yeah. where the blender bottle comes in. Oh. Like, I've been carrying, how many years have I been carrying my blender so bottle? So many. And I take it everywhere with me. In fact, I kind of feel a little disrespectful sometimes when I go places. I'm like, don't mind me. I just got my baby bottle <laughs> yeah. with my water. Yeah, I love it. And you I didn't bring it today, put which me is on. crazy. That sweet Gabby. <laughs> Shout out to our girl, Gab. <laughs> she just bought a blender bottle. She did. And I it is it. so cute. It is a mini a little oh, baby one. I think I was with her when she got it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, honestly, I bought this because it was so cute. <laughs> it is not practical. <laughs> she's like, I'm refilling this thing every two seconds. I told her she needed a bigger one, I think. Yeah. If it was the same one. I resonate, though, because I love those minis. They are so cute. So cute. So cute. I think it was a color thing. She was looking for the Aww. right color. It was uh -huh. adorable. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. Favorite. Favorite lid, favorite thing to drink out of. Tori only likes straws. I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. I used to be a straw. <sighs> what was the, the third? I forget what they're called. With oh, the little flip up. Flip up straw. Yeah. Uh, I hate that. I think it freaks me out because I heard once they can get gross inside. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. And then I remember my neighbor telling me, careful because you're going to get wrinkles around your lips. <laughs> 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 this was like 10 years ago, guys. Like. <laughs> Mind you, she I was it in the trash. super young and I was like, whatever, I'm not going to have wrinkles around my lips. And then one day I was like, well, maybe. And then I stopped. And that's when the blender bottle came in. That is so funny. Because I only use the blender bottle for protein after workout. And now it's all the time. But Isn't it so funny? The, thing, sh the shit people say that stick with us. Oh, God, it's dumb. Because that woman probably does not remember saying No, that. not at all. That's so funny. But she even like looked at me and pointed at my lips and was like, you don't want wrinkles Fuck on your off. lips. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, we've come a long way. <laughs> we have come a long way. From straws to blender bottles. Mm -hmm. fat, all grown up. All grown up. I just Literally, it's like a sippy cup. Yeah. It is. Instead of a crazy straw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just ordered some new straws on Etsy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, boba. I bet, that's, I bet that's what just came. No, we already got them. Oh. They're those <laughs> thick straws for milkshakes and metal smoothies. Ones. Metal, mm -hmm. yep. Ooh, good. Yeah. Good, good. They're cute. Sweet. <sighs> Man, I could just keep going. Bullshit. All <laughs> I day. know. But we've got a really, really great topic. Mm -hmm. A really deep yeah. topic. Yeah. A touchy topic. Mm -hmm. That we are honored to speak on. Be and on honored. Our yes. listener trusted <clears throat> us. Oh, my us. gosh. Yeah, like bowing. Thank mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. for wanting to hear a perspective of this. Yeah. You want to hit us with it? Yes. So uh, today our topic is um, – this comes from an anonymous listener, uh, but it reads, I would like to help spread awareness about 
dissociative identity disorder, otherwise known as DID. Uh, I'm an artist performer and I suffer from DID and PTSD. I believe these things were triggered by traumatic things that I experienced during childhood. As a result, I deal with memory loss, gaps, depression, anxiety, and a frequent sense of loneliness. My intent is not to paint a self-portrait. I'm just experiencing something that many others are also experiencing, and I like to shine a light on this invisible ailment. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just want to hug. Mm-hmm. But I think we should touch on a few very important things, mm-hmm. I think, before we get started. Yeah. Number mm-hmm. one, just being, obviously, we're two coaches and a comedian. We are not mm-hmm. uh, licensed mental health professionals, mm-hmm. um, nor is our advice supposed to be taken in substitute for those professionals. So mm-hmm. it should be taken instead. <laughs> of <laughs> this is the gospel here. Again, yes. a comedian, if you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are not doctors or certified in any way. Um, However, however, I think we can all lend some like pretty profound advice to anybody, Um, even people who aren't have this diagnosis. Mm -hmm. I know that there are going to be some key takeaways for all listeners today. So, Mm -hmm. again, thank you so much for submitting this topic, for trusting us with this topic. Um, Yeah, so grateful to open up. Yeah, about this, because it is something I think that is a little shadowed. I mean, clearly, totally. too, because it's so underdiagnosed. It's so hard to diagnose. Yeah. And there's clear evidence of that. That's not just coming mm-hmm. from me. So. Yeah, I mean, it truly is an invisible ailment. It's not necessarily um, quantifiable. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something that you can measure, mm-hmm. um, which makes it difficult to, you know, and even things, you know, even things like depression, although not a tangible measurement, you know, you can kind of feel like, hey, today I feel good. Today I feel really bad. Um, mm-hmm. Dissociative identity disorder can kind of strike and you not even know it's mm-hmm. happening, oh, yeah. you know, whereas like usually in a depressive fit, you'll you're you can be especially if you, it's something you've dealt with for a long time or you kind of are working with, you can you kind of can identify at least that it's happening mm-hmm. yeah. um w- but with did it's you know uh you know as someone who's experienced these type of things it definitely mm-hmm. can be uh something you don't even recognize until after the fact or right. you know much after the fact at times you know i mean sometimes even years mm-hmm. so um it's 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 difficult to even know you know and again I d- a depression you can kind of identify like oh i don't feel good i feel depressed and like maybe that's kind of a catch-all there's probably other factors or sometimes not sometimes more but with the idea it's you you may not even know you're experiencing it um so trying to identify yourself is very is very difficult you know you just may be it's been that way for so long for you that you don't even realize that there is a problem or, you know, and that's, that's one of the hardest things about it is, is figuring out that there is that issue to begin with. Yeah. Well, protective resiliency that, Mm -hmm. I mean, if we talk about like the truth of who you are being your awareness, Mm -hmm. that kind of gets buried with DID. Totally. Or suppressed to some capacity. Mm -hmm. Whereas if like you're saying, experiencing depression, anxiety, your awareness is still floating around, saying like oh yeah we see that today mm-hmm. but you're not taking on this entire new identity or this entire new role that pushes the truth your your true awareness aside mm-hmm. and substitute for something else yeah and when we can maybe even paint a clearer picture for some that still are like i have no idea what this is you know it it hasn't really replaced but it's kind of renamed mpd this multiple personality disorder that that's why it's so hard to to understand and diagnose because you're creating so many different characters of yourself Mm -hmm. to help cope Mm -hmm. with events that obviously have built over many many years Mm -hmm. of trauma yeah because you have never been given those coping skills as a child and we know that our parents you know we talk about our parents being the people in our lives at a young age that help us name those emotions Mm -hmm. so when you're not given that space and that safety 
I mean, what do you do? Well, you have to create something. Yeah, and you're your nervous system isn't regulated at that point. Like no. if you're not nurtured as a child, you mm-hmm. don't know when, what mm-hmm. is safety. You don't know what is a threat. Everything just becomes a threat mm-hmm. because the nurture was absent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so operating now as an adult yeah, and not knowing how to self-soothe or regulate that nervous system, mm-hmm. constantly operating in either fight, flight or freeze, which we'll touch on. Totally. Um, can be really, really harmful. And so exactly our coping mechanism is to create these identities or these mm-hmm. scenarios that protect us. And so many physical things that are happening in our body when we want to talk about all of these very important systems that um, secrete all of the important things to our nervous system, mm-hmm. our endocrine, mm-hmm. our pineal glands that help us cope with our emotions Mm-hmm. which in turn is because of our hormones and how we show up purely in fight or flight mm-hmm. um, is what's broken down because now we're just overstimulating mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, like we were kind of discussing a little bit about how we go through these characteristics of, you know, something bad could be happening and we've created all these coping skills growing up. And so we go through all these characteristics and emotions like, okay, I'm going to go to this. It's like a hierarchy of emotions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to this first thing. And if this doesn't cope with it, okay, now I'm going to go to this character. Mm-hmm. So I've created this like army yeah. of yeah. personalities to help me get through life. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only does that show how resilient we are and how incredible our mind and body is to uh-huh. do that, but how that does put us in this position of like how did this happen yeah where did this start or even who am I and and who am I really Mm -hmm. because now I've been given this diagnosis Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily even an answer Mm -hmm. because I still don't know what to do with it yeah yeah so well I think the the first thing the biggest thing I would say first of all is that um for our listener who submitted this or anyone specifically dealing with this mm-hmm. or something ancillary to this keep in mind that, that first and foremost that like this is not your fault and this is not your identity um like it doesn't have to be everything you are and it's mm-hmm. not something that you are to blame for mm-hmm. um so keep that in mind because that can be a big thing a lot of people uh who experience things like this because of trauma that you know they blame themselves Mm -hmm. and that can be a whole spiral into a a kind of uh it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy that just keeps repeating because you blame yourself for these things then that makes you feel bad and feeling bad makes you you know it's just Mm -hmm. like this cycle um so first and foremost know that like this isn't all who you are this isn't what makes you and this isn't your fault Mm -hmm. so um identifying that can be it's it seems like kind of opening the door totally yeah it's a Mm -hmm. very very simple first step to kind of understanding the process of moving forward and kind of uh starting to heal yeah because you're not broken and shame keeps us stuck it does it does and shame is the one of the lowest Mm -hmm. vibrational fields we can live in and that stuckness Mm -hmm. can just perpetuate so much more Mm -hmm. harm yeah you know, on an emotional scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, you know, it, uh, there's, there's a couple things I would say too with, with this, and this is kind of with mental health in general. Um, but like, it's, I was talking to a friend the other day who was asking my advice on just kind of depression and trying to quit drinking and things like that, which, you know, obviously, not this exact same thing, but there's correlations with any kind of mental health. And um, one of the first things I'd say is get on a a bet, like kind of a routine, Uh, have lists, have things that you want to accomplish. Um, Try, because again, this is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy too, but if you kind of act as if and like you're working through your day and you have these goals and you're accomplishing these small goals, it does make you feel better about yourself and then allows that to them to compound into a bigger overall arcing feeling of feeling better about just your life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, s- sleep, 
regulating sleep, regulating diet, regulating, you know, and I don't mean diet in a sense of losing weight. I just mean a balanced, uh, get, you know, better foods for you. Cause you know, certain foods and things can definitely affect your, uh, mood too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of, you know, getting on a schedule that makes you feel good and is regular and consistent. Consistency can really be a big factor too in kind of getting you back on into feeling like some normalcy all also the a chaos of um you know cuz you kind of it's your identity, your personality, your your mm-hmm. your mind feels like chaos. So having chaos, some sort of buoy of consistency to hang on to uh, can be a big first step too and I know that's hard with artists also, mm-hmm. you know, as being a performer myself. That that it is a chaotic lifestyle. So it's it's more difficult, but if you can find some sort of consistency um, that is a good first step also. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think like zooming out of what you just said, like you're just creating a safe environment mm-hmm. for yourself. Cause like, we'll and touch on to in a second, yeah. like what a trigger even is, but mm-hmm. when it's chaotic and when it's unsafe, triggers can be everywhere, like running yeah. rampant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Absolutely. And those triggers in those person, creates the different personality come out which is why i think clearly too why um they even explain like the gaps and like this memory loss Mm -hmm. is because you don't even remember who you were at that time Mm -hmm. you know so without that consistency and maybe that routine Mm -hmm. um but yeah those triggers are the things that you know builds that character even more Mm -hmm. yeah and triggers are just our responses to something that is unsafe something that we perceive is unsafe so if we look back at our childhood or where the wound originated, something taught us, showed us rejection, taught mm-hmm. or showed us abandonment, taught or showed us like something mm-hmm. uh, negative. Yeah. And we going forward, mm-hmm. remember that our chemistry remembers that and then is triggered by situations that aren't necessarily even unsafe um, in reality, but because of that, the origination wound mm-hmm. we perceive them as unsafe um and that can make us respond in ways less than positive yeah that continue to perpetuate our belief that this mm-hmm. is unsafe i need to protect myself mm-hmm. i need mm-hmm. to show up in this way mm-hmm. and w- everybody listening right now i guarantee has these totally moments and these triggers i have these moments mm-hmm. and triggers even subconsciously if you're listening you don't know you do yeah, that's part of th- your shadow totally. that we've talked about before that when you're not willing to admit those things. Yeah. But it's also the fear of looking at that trauma. It's not that we're asking you to go back and relive this trauma that no, happened. But no, like you just, just said, understanding of the chemical. Why do I show up angry consistently yes. when this happens to me? Yes. Why do I show up so sad consistently when this happens? Totally. Um, and instead of creating the story to find evidence to prove why you should be feeling sad, mm-hmm. which is something a lot of us do. That word's been coming up a lot yeah. lately, proving. Yeah. Um, like, take a step back when you're not emotionally heightened, evaluate the situation, and maybe where the, your response is coming from mm-hmm. isn't necessarily from a truthful mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this being triggered by a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Valid totally valid i mean you were coping because i mean even down to the very little of let's say you think you believe or remember your childhood to be incredibly great Mm -hmm. but maybe you cried yourself to sleep you didn't know it because you never got a baby's blanket or a binky Mm -hmm. or anything to help you cope so you know as you grew Mm -hmm. you still weren't given any kind of response to you crying out yeah no matter how joyful your childhood was yeah that that pattern in itself started Mm -hmm. there Totally. So that is just as traumatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that know, is trauma in the body. Because your parents did not help you name mm-hmm. your emotion. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're there to help you guide, be guided through. Mm-hmm. And they probably... <laughs> Sorry, I got some in my throat. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> Molly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, dog. <laughs> She's just chilling over here, hacking up a loogie. No, yeah. <laughs> but 
so I feel like that understanding is so important to very healing. Um, because it, it shows that you're not broken. Yeah. Like this. Uh, yeah. And you can <clears throat> name it. Like you, you can. can look this in the eyes and say, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know why this is being activated right now. And yes. it has nothing to do because now with anything ar- around me yeah. in this present moment. It stems from way earlier in my childhood. And I'm still responding this way because I've never learned how to respond differently. Right. That's okay. And when we're dealing with um, DID, MPD, we're dealing with more than one identity mm-hmm. because of the unknown identity. Mm-hmm. And so instead of thinking of like, okay, n- now I've got my work cut out for me. Like I've got to work on this healing it's like give yourself some space, some really safe space and grace through this as if you're going to work through this. Mm-hmm. Like you have all these different characters that you have yeah. to face, mm-hmm. all these different personalities. You are not just facing you because that's who you're trying to find. Mm-hmm. And But they are here to teach you something at the yes, same time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, again, make space for that because yeah. there's so much to be for you. Totally. And even as we, I mean, we speak to speaking to your emotions mm-hmm. when they arise, mm-hmm. um, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I see you. What is it you have to tell me? Or why are you being so loud right now? Like yeah. just asking compassionately why maybe this persona is showing up in mm-hmm. this particular moment. And I'm sure they will have an answer for you. Absolutely. This is where I think journaling would be mm-hmm. heavily Cause even welcomed. Yeah, I mean, in all of our own experiences, anger shows up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? And not why, like, prove to me, validate the experience, find the evidence to make... Why I'm mad. To, yeah, to <laughs> no. make your no. anger mm-hmm. valid and just. Even though it is, it is valid. But why, why? am I creating this reaction? Yeah. This response to uh-huh. something? And Deeper. then, yeah, then you start to see, this is why I built this character, because... The, com- the communication that I have with my boyfriend, this keeps happening with every man, mm-hmm. or this is where this was built and stemmed from, mm-hmm. or, or, hi, anger, what, what, what's up, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm just trying to protect you. Yeah. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Because I feel unsafe in this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't feel equipped to use my voice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm mad. Like, yep. okay, great. Now we can go somewhere. Like now we can move forward mm-hmm. with a new understanding. Like really start to re-regulate our nervous system, mm-hmm. self-soothe in these situations. Like you are safe, affirming that safety when things get triggered, which is fucking tough. So <laughs> tough, which is so divinely feminine. Mm-hmm. So if we sit here and listen to our logic brain, the reptilian mind that tells us yes and no, black and white, right and wrong. Yeah. Because we've overstressed that stimulant in our of that brain mm-hmm. of the masculine, that now we can say, okay, something is wounded mm-hmm. in our divine feminine or this part of me, mm-hmm. and you can really start to identify, which I think will get you closer to identifying your truest self. Oh, absolutely! Because so much of that is listening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and receiving, receiving. That's the feminine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you keep doing and giving, and that's so masculine. Mm-hmm. So. Now you need to listen and receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you can get, it's easy for people with these <coughs> types of um, traumas and stuff to also have that get stuck in a pattern because it's all they know. Mm-hmm. So the response totally. is, it's, although it's an, it's a negative feeling in mm-hmm. and there's negative results it's feels comforting because it's all you know yeah hardwired and yeah Literally. so i think there's uh one of the things i'm a huge proponent of is just being very aware of yourself trying to get in as in tune with yourself and like sierra said i think journaling things like that are very important to get those thoughts out um, because sometimes just getting it out on paper can make it more real. It also allows you to revisit it mm-hmm. um, and remember the things you've thought about before. Understand that this is in remind you that this is something you uh, that was important, important enough to write down. And there's a reason your mind needed to get it out. Um, and it's just kind of being aware. And at a certain point, I think you know one of the things I, I often give in advice when 
with things similar to this or whether it's even like you've had a bad track record with dating or again drug or alcohol use uh, things like that i'm like whatever your instinct is initially do the opposite like because obviously your track record of Mm -hmm. whatever has not been great Mm -hmm. um if you have a consistent issue with anything in life Mm -hmm. and again i don't mean you specifically i just Mm -hmm. mean in general with anything if you're having consistently bad problems with in a certain area at a certain point mathematically speaking common denominator (laughs) is you now it may not always be your fault as to why you're reacting that way i don't want to blame the victim in this case but it is up to you to make some changes that is Mm -hmm. something you are capable of uh affecting change on yourself so that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of where you have to kind of take control of it and also taking control of it really puts it in your hands and empowers you to be the one who's um making change for yourself you know um Mm -hmm. instead of um feeling powerless it does empower you and it's and whether it's it's true change or a placebo effect of just feeling empowered that you're back in control which uh, is just as powerful which right exactly and both are both are equally it, it one can argue they're the same thing you mm-hmm, know yeah. even so mm-hmm. um take the control take the take a moment to not react think about how you would react and think about the opposite and maybe what that effect would be you know mm-hmm. and also i've told people it's like if it's been if your instinct has been all always seems to yield shitty results just start doing the opposite what's the worst that could happen you still have shitty results you know like <laughs> what's the best that could happen oh maybe this is you're starting to rewire yourself and the opposite is giving you much better mm-hmm. results Gosh, I just want to take a massive bow to your masculine right now because (laughs) so bold and so seemingly simple. Mm -hmm. But as I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. That's like at the healing of my eating disorder. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, what's my what's my instinct? What's my gut response? Yeah. Spinach. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And then I for so long. Mm-hmm. would do the opposite just so I could feel safe in that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, hot pocket it is. Okay, freeze burrito it is. Like, yes, trolley gummy worms, it is. <laughs> and then eventually, like, what, obviously, I'm not going to be, like, munching on gas station snacks for the rest of my life. But... Mm-hmm. For you're changing a while. that pathway. It did change that pathway mm-hmm. to like understanding that that was safe, also. Yeah. Um, and then after like this initial relearning of that, mm-hmm. you can begin to actually listen and discern, like, okay, take control. Yeah. 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 And that's intuition. What do I now really want right now? Yeah. Like, yes. oh my gosh, your awareness heightens big time. Yeah. Because you've had both. Because you've been, you were living from, I think they even call it like uh, traumatic stress pathways. Mm -hmm. Like you're living off those pathways. Mm -hmm. You've created that blueprint. Mm -hmm. And now, and that's all strictly from gut logic. Yeah. And now you're changing those pathways to intuitive pathways, which is completely remapping how you. Completely remapping. You reorganize your thoughts. And now your your organized thoughts are a part of who you really are and all of a sudden you're going to start losing those characters. You're going to start losing those things that you cope, that helped you cope. Mm -hmm. They kept you safe. They kept you comforted, Totally. but are, are now not comforting you. Yeah. They're not just shedding and releasing all the things that aren't your spirit, aren't your soul, Mm -hmm. like speaking. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Gosh, I, I mean, yeah, I just see massive healing when it comes to that totally and like Dee said it's those little changes as simple are still hard mm-hmm. yeah but when we make those little changes it's those things that actually start the real healing yeah. and yeah. the healing is sustainable yeah it's not because honestly like gosh i just feel like overwhelmed by what you just spoke on because it is so simple mm-hmm. but i my brain wants to make it so complicated <laughs> well, i'm like let's go deeper <laughs> deeper deeper yeah but really that is like 
pretty profound advice. It is. Mm -hmm. I mean, because, yeah, we can look at any diagnosis all day long and say, like, that that, okay, now what? And what are Mm -hmm. all these, like, things we have to do? And how many years do we have to spend on this? And how much do we have to look at? And, you know, trauma. Oh, my God. When it's just like, no, let's not listen to our gut. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And feel stuck or identify with this anymore yes. yeah yeah oh my gosh well yeah yeah i mean well there's just a weird comfort in the normalcy of mm-hmm. it's not normal but it's just what you familiar i guess yeah. not normal mm-hmm. um you're normal yeah your your whatever is uh have has been normal for you and mm-hmm. I, it's just i i identifying it and being willing to you know start making uh, the little incremental changes and no, it won't happen overnight. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, also kind of, you know, this is, uh, maybe an oversimplification in, of a view. Uh, but, you know, keep in mind what I'm saying here, the, um, like the things that have happened that have gotten you to where you are, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately can't be changed. Whatever those are, um, for whoever's listening, those things can't be changed. What what you do have the capability of changing is your now and your future. Um, so it's starting to work through those things that have changed um, or that have happened and trying to make it better for future you yeah. because you, you deserve it and you can do it. It's not going to be overnight. Some things are going to be much easier. Some things will take decades potentially mm-hmm. um but incrementally feeling better is better than being stuck in the place you're at mm-hmm. now um and also it's one of those things too where i would say like you start now and in a couple years y- you'll realize you'll think about something that you were working on you know six years ago and you're like I haven't even thought about that in years. Like that's yeah. just, mm-hmm. this is, How it's it just normal. You know, yep. it's just like it, it, it's, it's better, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it seems very difficult and daunting at first, but, mm-hmm. um, again, I think that's where I say the consistency and a schedule in, in small goals to start, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's just a list of things you want to do every day, you want to like, I want to um, make sure I uh, drink a cup of green tea and uh, do 25 minutes of exercise um, and, you know, five, 10 minutes of journaling or something mm-hmm. or whatever your list is. Um, make small lists and accomplish those things. It, it is amazing how goal oriented humans are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's even studies on it, but people who like actually write out lists whether it's even menial lists of them accomplishing things during the day, those people are generally more motivated and accomplished just because they have this feeling of like, Oh, look, I, you know, I went to the store and I took the trash out today. That's what I had on my list. It's like, Mm -hmm. those aren't that important things, but that was your list that day. When the big things come around, you're in the mindset of, I accomplish things. Yeah. Yeah. I show up for myself and I trust myself. How beautiful is that to celebrate? Uh huh. You know, especially in this perspective of this, um, entry yeah. of like, oh my gosh, I didn't do fill in the blank, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And maybe instead I journaled or yeah. do something that you enjoy that you don't normally do mm-hmm. or that gives you life that you don't have to logically talk yourself out of. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't have enough time or, yeah. you know, yeah, I celebrate see massive trust there. Like, yeah, slowly building that mm-hmm. inner trust, which is so important. And talking about like this healing journey and that it can be years and years and years uh some growth spurts will be much more painful than others and like mm-hmm. sometimes this work fucking feels like work like yes you're it's not <clears throat> fun it's not pretty Mm-mm. you're probably gonna experience a lot of hard emotions and it will be exhausting and it might feel painful yeah not gonna lie yeah but it's so the dying of things that don't serve you anymore th- yes Oh my God! You have I to grieve that. Spoke to this in my newsletter. Mm, like mm-hmm. a Which seed so sprouting is literally pushing up against the weight of the world. <laughs> like this dense earth on top of it. It's ugly under there. Ugly <laughs> under there. Ugly. And so much like strength to power through. Yep. But then being able to blossom and take in the sunlight like that's where you're that's what you're working towards you'll look at life so differently yeah and every and maybe things might not necessarily change a whole lot physically yet 
but you'll see it so differently. Mm-hmm. So and I just feeling sorry. To no, no, no. Even um, to come back to what Dees was saying about doing the opposite. Think about feeling the opposite. Like totally. If it's not a matter of doing something externally, like, oh, I'm going to journal instead of whatever. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Uh, just start visualizing and really actually feeling like, I wonder what it would feel like to be joyful to feel in this yeah. moment. Like, I wonder what mm-hmm. it would feel like to be grateful and then embody that. Like, Cause that's how we can actually manifest. Body. Yeah. Start feeling that emotion now before it even happens. It's not yes. false positivity. It's, it's literally saying, I want this mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. and I expect m- I would feel this way when that happens. And how relieving, <laughs> like even right now, I'm just like soaking in <laughs> so much gratitude and joy because I'm like, we can really choose that. I mm-hmm. mean, it takes conscious work to get to a place of receiving that mm-hmm. uh, organically. Mm-hmm. But right now in this moment, you can visualize, okay, I know my response here is usually anger. What would it feel like to feel the opposite? Mm-hmm. What would it feel like to be triggered? And what would and happen if I felt this the way? Opposite? Yeah. What would happen? Like you are literally manifesting healing. Like, like D said, it could be shit. <laughs> but it might feel different. Yeah. It could be different yeah. shit. Uh huh. But so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I, cu- I cut you off. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, guys, this is like some real. These there's are some real tools that I personally am using right now. I'm going through a coaching program mm-hmm. with Genevieve, and she's like, all right, Abby, mm-hmm. you've like mm-hmm. voiced this trigger, and you know how you respond. Mm-hmm. And she'll ask me, like, what would it feel like to feel the opposite? I'm like, yo, way fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way better. Coaches eat coaches, guys. Dude, yeah. We do. Because and the awareness from, like, an outsider who's not emotionally invested in what you're going through is, oh, my Huge. Gosh. And like, hello, we're human. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have all of our shit together. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Ever. I mean, this is, yeah, lifelong, baby. But It is. Man, it feels good. I would love to work with this person i mean i feel like we could expand so much and go deeper there's so many layers and levels mm-hmm. to this yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm. yeah oh but seriously owning it voicing it submitting it to this podcast like massive props. voicing it you Huge guys bow. have no idea how big it is to say mm-hmm. something verbalize it that to me i'm like okay no like shame be gone mm-hmm. the minute you voice it name it to tame it like now totally. you can actually start to heal it. The You're door already yeah. starting to, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least, yeah, recognizing that it's there mm-hmm. um, and, uh, may, you know, knowing that uh, I think you're on the first steps to identifying it when it manifests and mm-hmm. which means that if you can identify it, you can um, begin to consciously make changes. Mm-hmm. And because, again, you're not in control of, those things that make you feel that way, but you can begin to control your reaction mm-hmm. to those things um, and how they make you feel moving forward. And that's what's important. You know, the yeah. things that have happened, although difficult and make us who we are today, they don't have to, uh, it's not dried in cement as to who we are in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can change those things. We can uh, make our, you know, make our reality different. That is in our hands more than we realize. Absolutely. I think a lot of people um, just kind of throw their hands in the air and give it up to, you know, the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be like, I, you know, I don't have any control over it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, there's a lot of things in life you don't have control over, but we do have control over what we do with ourselves and with those things that come to us. And that, mm-hmm. that is the thing that really can be a big difference maker. Totally. And choosing just to submit this. I mean, you're not alone. You are so loved. You're so held. You're not broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people. Yeah. And guys, when we can start to depend on trust, trust. ourselves and depend on our will and awareness, mm-hmm. our spirit and source in unison. Oh, my God. Like mm-hmm. that. We're on so much fast fear. track yeah. to healing this. Yeah. So like. Mm hmm. Reacting from a pure place Mm -hmm. of truth and identity. Finding your identity, who you are, discovering. It's not becoming anything. You already are. Exactly. Like getting to show up in every single moment as Mm -hmm. that. Instead of 
our wounded inner child that is just like so scared and protecting mm-hmm. him or herself from the world like because there's two parts of this there's the shadow that's telling you you're afraid to say anything because it's hard to admit mm-hmm. yeah. and then there's your inner child that's so like here help yeah. me come back uh-huh you know so yeah we can re-regulate we can self-soothe we can yes. heal yes like i'm kind of on fire about this for you totally yeah. me too well we not only can we but we we should i mean well not i it is our right i think above and beyond that it's our responsibility totally um you know it's everyone should have a support system people around them to help that's great um but at the end of the day above all else it is our own responsibility and we Mm -hmm. have to take control of it because again if you leave it in everyone else's hands you're leaving it uh you're you're you are absolving yourself of responsibility to um make those things happen for you Mm -hmm. and uh, you know again there's things that are out of your control but there's so much that you can control and taking control of the things you can control again empowers you to feel in control and it's that feeling of being out of control that can spiral uh, um, and manifest Mm -hmm. these type of triggers Mm -hmm. Um, which is why number one your thoughts you can control first yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and it's getting in touch with yourself and um that stuff can feel very scary i get Mm -hmm. it at first and feel very daunting uh depending on the severity of things that that has happened to someone um you know it's even if you know whatever severity subjective too for some people i i don't even want to put a put a grade on it just whatever's happened it's um those things if they're affecting you then they can feel scary no matter what it is that's happened let's put it that way Mm -hmm. um but being able to go through it, having the courage to go through it, it it's not going to be easy. But I will promise you this, that once you have gone through it, you will be better off. And everything that comes at you in the future will be easier. Mm. Sharpen tools, baby. Yeah. Amen. So don't be afraid to um, have a little discomfort uh, to better yourself for the future because I, you know, uh, you know, you still, everyone still has so much ahead of them and making sure the rest of your life is 10 times better is worth going through a short amount of extreme discomfort, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. So instead of living miserable for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. questioning the rest of your life. Right. And you have some people here. They can help. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and that responsibility feels good. It doesn't feel like... Mm-mm. It doesn't feel like... Uh, a burden. It yeah. feels like empowering. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, very empowering. Yeah, this is in your power. You are powerful. Yeah. <sighs> and that's part of the process and the love of life. Of, like, don't let it be daunting. Yeah. Just, okay, you I'm get ready. To. I, yeah, yeah, you get to show up for yourself. And even that little language change that... Mm-hmm. You know, I love that word. Yeah, I do. And it's changed my life. Like, you don't have to. You mm. aren't forced to. You get to. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. It's, the, uh, you know, the way you tell yourself, the way you perceive things. Yeah. You know. Shaping, uh, shifting your mindset. Makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Such a good one, guys. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Thank you uh, for the entry. Any anything else? Any other thoughts before yeah, we wrap up I, for the night? Yes. Um, I just want to give some more quick tools um, that anybody can use to help soothe and regulate their nervous system mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. Your breath is number one. Mm. If your thoughts are spiraling, if your emotions are out of control, um, turn to your breath. Like, really, really deep in it. Mm-hmm. And make your exhales longer than your inhales. That is, like, the number one way to shift into a parasympathetic state, mm-hmm. um, which most of us aren't operating from. I th- no, we were and about clearly this, this one's, like, super damaged. I mean, it's, oh, it's completely overstimulated. Yeah, and I'm sure, like you said, like, 90% of at least Americans mm-hmm. are operating with adrenal fatigue, which means their parasympathetic nervous system is it's shot. Yep. Um, so extend your exhales. Which I've been doing, and I love, by the way. Uh, good. I yeah. love it. Well, um, shout out Breath by James Nestor. Mm-hmm. 
Still not finished with the book, but it's books. so good. Read it if you want some more juicy, sciencey stuff on the breath. Mm. Um, yoga and meditation, always I will mm-hmm. uh, suggest. And these are all things within your total power from your home, from wherever you are right now. Your breath is always with you. It's your number one tool. Like, lean on it. Mm-hmm. So lean on it. And just watch how your mental, emotional, and physical state will shift within minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's minimal at first, like, that's a muscle you work. So mm-hmm. that is what – that's, like, my number one recommendation. Yeah. Keep in mind, too, because I, yeah, meditation, yoga meditation is the things that I suggest people a lot for mm-hmm. some, for any type of, whether it's depression, anxiety, or just any, it's a great alleviation for stress in general and just soothing the mind. Um, but d- don't make the excuse of not knowing how to meditate mm-hmm. because there's not really a wrong or right way no. to meditate. It's about what yeah. works for you. I, I mean, I meditate almost daily and I've never had a taken a class or watched a yeah. guided meditation or done anything. I just sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts and quiet your mind. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll do it very successfully. Sometimes it'll be more of a struggle. Um, if you feel like you want to be done, force yourself to sit for a couple more minutes um, just to kind of get that extra time of giving your, you know, if your mind's trying to jump out, mm-hmm. it's because it's it's too active. Mm-hmm. You need to just slow it down a little bit. But whatever works for you, you know, sometimes even just, you know, putting on classical music and walking through the woods is meditative yeah. in yep. a sense. You don't, it doesn't, you know, mean you Have are to listening to yeah pan flute music and, and totally. sitting lotus position with to experience yeah. Yeah, yeah the power of god yeah no, you're not gonna have that every time it's, no. it's different <laughs> for everyone and different at different times so don't don't there's not a wrong way it's really just about quieting and processing thoughts and um mm-hmm. you know getting getting mm-hmm. uh, that time with yourself yeah yes so don't don't use the excuse of i don't know how no totally one more thought on all of that uh practice this practice this consistently when you're not emotionally heightened like don't just lean on this as because it's not a diary you don't want to treat it like okay all these negative things or yeah like a prescription like yeah no use this daily Mm -hmm. in order to like strengthen that muscle and self-soothe your nervous system when you're not desperate for Mm -hmm. it um because that's what I hear a lot of times is like, I've tried it. Like I mm-hmm. get so triggered and upset and angry and then I breathe and it doesn't work. I'm like, okay, well let's practice breathing when we're not that way. Totally. Totally. Um, again, building that trust, like mm-hmm. put that on your list <laughs> and make it a priority. Um, yeah. And I guess I, why I said diary is the first thing I was thinking of was the tools I always tell, like you guys know, I'm mm-hmm. a huge proponent of journaling mm-hmm. And my clients know it's because I say when you anchor it out of your body, it doesn't mm-hmm. belong to you anymore. Yeah. Good, bad, and ugly, and indifferent. But really to not treat your, your journal like a diary. Mm-hmm. But when you have these mini celebrations or you have these really profound thoughts, it's like, okay, that just totally downloaded. Yeah. I get it. I want to I signify that. Yeah. I want to s- make that concrete. And so when we anchor it out of our body, it can now become a different reality. It's not just this like fantasy thing in your head and it becomes more of a belief. And so whether it's dancing or screaming or journaling, all three of those are three, I would say to go to, to Mm -hmm. use. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good advice. And go get out in the sun. Yes. (laughs) Get real vitamin D. Uh Real vitamin D. Yeah. Real vitamin D. Um, Again, some some healthy some sort of balanced diet things like that make a difference say your stomach is your second brain Mm -hmm. so what you put in does does make a difference on what comes out and i don't just mean poop yeah make sure the connection is real (laughs) that everything that you everything every thought you have around that like just make sure it's a safe one and you can build that safety yes you can build that safety so Gosh, guys. I know. I feel so good. It feels so good. It feels so good to speak on this, and it feels so good to be back. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, 
I'm so grateful for you guys. Honored. Yes. So, good. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Thank you. Hmm. All right. Anything else? Let's go sing Kumbaya. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. That's it. Uh, follow Some.Imperfections on Instagram. Uh, send us your topics, your questions. There's the link in the bio. Uh, send it to us anonymously, or you can message any of us specifically. Uh, we, yeah. uh, unless mm-hmm. you indicate you uh, want us to identify you, we will always keep your uh, who you, you know you the submitter anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep an eye out for uh, new episodes. We're gonna get back onto a consistent schedule with this. Uh, follow us on Facebook and uh, go to deescomedy.com for everything going on across the network. Mm-hmm. Anything else? What about you guys? I am and stuff. Tell them where to find you, what to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've got a retreat coming May 13th through the 16th on the Oregon Coast, Rockaway Beach. Uh, we still have a few spots available, so if that's something that interests you, yeah, um, it's a Sacred Sister retreat, women's only. DM us for the deets or go to IamAlliance.me, mm-hmm. and you can catch a new episode of Some Imperfections the first Wednesday of every month going forward. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, guys. That's it, everyone. Thanks for listening. Again, be sure to submit. So for uh, some imperfections, I'm Indies. I'm Abby. I'm Sierra. All right. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next time. Mwah!